Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hi, and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR. You're listening in on 8.55am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au online. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about the Wise Ways to Work program, which is a new program designed to help people living with mental illness prepare for the workforce and be supported with the skill set required on their journey to paid employment. It's my great pleasure to introduce uh, Elena Ashley, Program Coordinator at Wise Ways to Work, a, a program within Wise Employment, and peer coach Terry Deacon. Um, we're here to interview them about the Wise Ways to Work program within Wise Employment. Um, my name's Terry, and I'm a participant in the uh, Wellways Brainwaves program. So here we go. Elena. Could you please explain to our listeners what Wise Employment is? Okay, well, Wise Employment has been around for 25 years. It has been helping people into employment who come from marginalised backgrounds or have difficulties including disabilities, um, are homeless backgrounds and so on. Uh, they're very successful. They're right across Australia now and also in the UK. Fantastic. And you're currently the program manager at Wise Employment. I know you've got a master's in organisational psychology and background in marketing, a fascinating career path. How long have you been in your role as program manager at Wise Employment and what does your job entail? Okay, so I've actually only been in the job for four or five months, so not very long, but I've been in the industry for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my actual role, what I do, I'm, as the program manager, I make sure that the program is all working and it's a brand new program. So there's actually been a lot of time and effort put into, well, actually not that much time, but lots of effort put into developing it, um, putting all the bits and pieces in place, making sure we've got all the fantastic staff that we do have in place and uh, just getting it all up and going, getting the participants, mm. the people involved coming in. Fantastic. And can you tell us about the actual program that, that you are managing, which is, you know, separate. It's a program within Wise Employment called Wise Ways to Work. Okay, well, Wise Ways to Work is for people with mental illness and it's to assist them to improve what we call cognitive functioning, so their thinking skills, concentration, memory, problem solving, uh, all of those sorts of things to help them with that to improve their ability to get a job and then when they get a job to keep a job which is really really important. Yes and certainly I, I, as a, a grateful participant of the program myself um, I can see that there's um, lots of people who are very interested in helping actually staying in the workplace once they get in there. Um, now You've said the program is for people with mental illness. Do you want to delineate that a little bit further and the, the range of people who can benefit from this program? Okay, well, we're specifically focusing on um, severe mental illness, so people with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, 
um, post-traumatic stress syndrome uh, and a few other things like that. Uh, and it's really uh, people who've had years of having problems and they've usually had early onset or, you know, in youth or, um, when they have it. And that can cause all sorts of problems, particularly in terms of education and getting a job. Most of us start jobs when we're sort of 18, 19, 20. And if that's been when mental illness has struck, yeah. then you miss out on those first few years of actually getting a job like the rest of us with the big L plates on learning. And they've missed out on that. Mm. And so this is where they have a real disadvantage. And this program assists them to uh, build up those gaps or solve some of those gaps and help them to develop some of those skills to actually get into work. Thank you. And what skills do participants learn as part of the program in order to be ready for the workforce? What sort of skills? So they learn how to concentrate better. Mm-hmm. how to pay attention, how to follow instructions. Uh, one of the things that we were going through today, actually, was some of the uh, social skills, how to have useful conversations uh, in the workplace, which can be really important. Um, an example was we were looking at how to say that, uh, for example, you need to take the next day off because your mum's sick and you need to go look after her, which yeah. can happen. Yeah. So do you just say to your colleagues, uh I'm taking tomorrow off, I won't be in. Or do you say, my mum's sick, I can't come? Or do you actually explain some of the details and how you handle that sort of situation? Mm. And so it's really practical and that's what we approach it with. One thing I would say about this program is that we have occupational therapists who are delivering a lot of the um, support. And they take a really functional, practical approach, which is fantastic. And it really helps um, the participants to walk away with some really useful skills that they can use in the workforce. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. Now, this next question is uh, for Terry Deacon, peer, How do you do? peer coach at, at uh, Wise Ways to Work. Um, what are some of the common issues you see that people with mental illness may struggle with in the workplace, Terry? Well, when there's been a hospitalisation or some time um, recovering after that as well, there can be a gap in the resume. So getting back into work or explaining what's going on can be a problem. Then once um, starting work, uh, stamina has always been an issue for somebody with a mental illness. Yes. They certainly need some time. Well, it's a stress-related illness often that many people need time to rest and de-stress and have time to themselves outside of work. Mm -hmm. So we tend to find part-time hours to begin with or even for life is a better option than trying to go for something ambitious like full-time work. Yeah. Because because of that stamina, because concentrating on work can be so tiring. Um, Wise Ways to Work does give work experience. We don't just do education and training for it. Mm-hmm. There are actual work experience and they're part-time too and they're in partners that um, support people with mental illness. So, Thanks, Terry. Great. Um, for many people affected by mental illness, sometimes taking a break from paid employment to focus on their health can put them in a worse-off position, as, as you were mentioning, Terry, when we're returning to the workforce. Can you speak to this? I can certainly answer that one. And actually, uh, MIND have done a lot of really good research in this area. Um, so one to the sponsors there. Uh, 
they've, they've found that um, if you have a break from your normal routine, sometimes it's the routine that actually keeps people getting up in the morning yes. and having a good night's sleep and eating regularly and so on. And they're some of the main things that will actually be protective factors to support people's mental health. And so going to work, even if you do cut back to part-time, is a much better option than completely opting out and staying at home no matter how hard that is. Um, mm at those really bad times. Yeah. Yep, so you really want to limit those bad times as much as possible. And back to you, Terry. How can finding meaningful employment empower someone with a mental illness? Well, it definitely aids the recovery. I mean, my experience is that relapses are a lot less and troubles with mental health are less severe while I've been working. And I've seen a pattern grow over time that um, initially when I started working in um, very simple jobs just to yep. get some experience. Yep. After my, you know, remission from hospital, I started getting better jobs and sticking to them that were all part-time as well. And um, definitely getting up in the morning became um, a challenge for even for a couple of years. Yeah. But now it's routine and that routine is enjoyable and it's something I never had when I was in hospital. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, you do t- you're very conscious of taking better care of yourself. Like I had said to my manager once, it's my responsibility to be fit for work. Yes. So if you make it your responsibility to be fit for work, you're making it your responsibility to be fit for life as well. Mm. And so that really does empower you and it gives you um, socially with others, you can say, I do this rather than I'm unemployed or you know, not working or sick. You can talk about your life as an employed oh. person rather than a welfare person. Yeah. And now society is very much structured around paid work, isn't it? Are many employers open to working with employees who have a mental illness? Uh, How does the program go about finding employers to partner with? Right, well, um, the first answer would have to be no, there aren't that many employers, even though we know that uh, at least... 30% 30% of people, 20 to 30% of people have had some mental health condition in the mm. last 12 months. So people are obviously employing people with mental illness, yes. even though they don't realise it. And that's part of the problem. We have to deal with stigma and so on. What do we do about dealing with that? We have um, across the sector, there are lots of people who have lots of experience of knowing, knowing of these sorts of organisations. And myself and Carolyn Cross, who used to be with Social, uh, Social Firms Australia, she actually has a, a wide range of um, partner employers that she knows. And I'm certainly bringing some on as well that I know. And they are sympathetic to assisting people with mental illness mm. to give them that first few steps back onto the road Fantastic. of employment. Yep. Fantastic. And can you tell us how the program operates? Um, a little bit more about how many sessions it goes for. So we're back to the Wise Ways to Work uh, four-phase program. What tasks are required to be completed and how the program's structured? Right. So the program actually goes for about a year. Uh, and it's in three stages, and there are uh, it's in six-week chunks, so it's not too difficult for people, and it's very flexible around the individuals. Mm. The first six weeks uh, is a whole bunch of assessments, and that helps the person to find out uh, what their memory's like, what their concentration is like, uh, all of their standard thinking skills, and then also what their strengths are and uh, what their goals are too. And from there, we do a whole bunch of different things. Um, We do group activities and uh, some of those uh, last for long periods of time. We have work orientation that Terry mentioned before. We also have a linkage with Outdoors Inc., 
and do a program called Wise Ways to Explore, and that's a one-day encounter out with the wild. Uh, we also do uh, all sorts of other things too, uh, like um, um, the Optimal Health Program as well. And we uh, do, as I said, work experience. The last six months we have transitional employment placement and that's actually paid employment with uh, a, a, an organisation that or we've got a bunch of different partner employers that provide yeah. these and they um, support the, the person to actually get better over, over time. Through their work at the, the place, they'll gradually um, improve their performance one of the good things about the transitional employment placement is that the um, person will be trained up, but then they'll have a backup person who will be trained up to take their place if for some reason they're not well enough to attend that day. Um, also, one of the vocational coaches will be trained up so that they can actually take over as well if the backup person is not available. So you have a whole lot of supports in place because it can be really anxiety producing, yes. which increases the mental illness for the person if they're thinking, I've got to go into work even though I'm not feeling very well. Mm. Uh, so it's better that they've got that backup and support to them so that they don't have to worry mm. too much about it. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Really pioneering work. Mm. Um, now, participants work with a vocational coach, uh, and I know that they're trained occupational therapists for a portion of the program. Can you tell us how this operate, uh, operates and how these coaches provide their service? Okay, so they work one-on-one and also mm. facilitating the groups. And they operate as a, as a coach, and that's why they're called coaches, to actually help the participant or the person to think about what they're doing and how they're learning so that they can then apply it in new ways. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have the thinking gym, which is where they do exercises on the computer. And, uh, for example, um, one of the uh, people today was doing one of the activities and we spent some time saying, okay, so what are the techniques that you used to actually work out how to do that? Was it trial and error? Was it uh, um, deduction? Was it repetition, trying to remember some of the different things? And then how can that then help you out in the workplace? When you're meeting a new person, how do you learn their name? How do you remember their name? How do you remember the instructions? How do you remember how to get to the toilet? Mm. All of these things are really basic things and that's what the occupational therapists do. They do a fantastic job. Yes, and it's very individualised. So it's working at at the the stage that each individual is at. Definitely, definitely. Mm, Very, very validating and encouraging. Yes. Now, Terry, can you talk about your experience of being a peer coach and the WISE Champions program and why the WISE Champions program is so important? Well, I'll start talking about being a peer coach. Because um, early in my career, I actually did a lot of paid work in mental health, um, in consumers' work. And uh-huh. um, group, like group sessions that we're doing at the moment, training and facilitating them. Before I moved into mainstream work, as we call it, where I went out into the open market and I built up my stamina and my resume and got out into the big wide world. Um, so as a peer coach, it means I have lived experience of mental illness and, man- yeah. and, and life experience in managing it and experiencing in the workplace um, uh, to support people who are interested in work. The Champions Program is to select um, individuals from the Wise Ways to Work Program and from other areas um, or who have mental illness yeah. who are interested in advocacy and disability and peer work and supporting other peers and also for some um, who are particularly interested and who are work ready 
in getting into mainstream work in some form as well. And we will meet monthly um, with lunches or dinners and steer ourselves in a direction where we present to each other, we communicate with others. And we go out to other organisations and we um, do advocacy um, support and develop our skills for getting into work. Mm. Sounds like a, a really important strategy for reducing the amount of stigma that people with mental illness have in to deal with when they go into the workplace. Well, we'll be presenting ourselves to people who may not be familiar with people with a mental illness that um, are willing to work and in many cases able to work. Yeah. And we can talk about um, um, that there really are no barriers, that um, work is um, not just fulfilling for us but it's also good for the employer as well. Mm. Thanks, Terry. Um, what do you expect the feedback to be from participants who've completed the program? I think I'm going to throw that one back to Terry because he's actually just done some research and got some feedback. Well, we've already too. taken a focus group um, to talk about how the program's been going for participants are doing it. And it's been very positive. Um, this, the vocational coaches, the OTs that are working now, have, have been highly praised by the participants. Yeah. Um, it's been very encouraging that um, people really are serious about getting work and that they're grateful for the opportunity that there will be some transitional mm. employment at the end, that there will be some um, voluntary employment at the end and there will be some placements. Mm. And even though the program goes for years, there's support beyond that year of um, being involved with WISE and there's many um, activities once the phases are done, these chunks of phases of groups and one-on-one -on -one work, yeah. that there are activities such as the outdoor activities, the champions programs and transitional employment places to come and opportunities to network outside of WISE in the sector mm. and um, put yourself out there for um, finding work when it's so difficult mm. to find work for just anyone. So we'll be looking at those opportunities and trying to provide as much as we can, even though we can't guarantee anything. But... Um, uh, it will be a positive outcome for many, I'm sure. I think so. You're providing a lot of hope. Now, if any of our listeners want to get involved in the program or find more, out more information on WISE Employment, where can they go to for information? Okay, so they can go to the WISE Employment website uh, or they can send us an email at www at wiseemployment onecomau or they can give us a ring on 0409 188 972. Can you say that website and that phone number again, please, Elena? The website is uh, www.wiseemployment.com.au. The email address is www, so wiseways2work, at wiseemployment, or one, .com.au, and the phone number... 0409188972. Thanks so much to Elena Ashley, Program Coordinator at Wise Ways to Work, Wise Employment, and Terry Deacon, Peer Coach. Thank you, Tess. It's at been Wise a great Ways opportunity to talk about what we're doing here. Fantastic. Thank you. That's all we have time for on the show today. You can find more episodes of Brainwaves on our website, brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au slash brainwaves, as well as on iTunes. Feel free to get in contact with us or send us feedback or suggestions for shows on our email. That's brainwaves at wellways.org. 
Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode. Stay tuned for Renegade Economists. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.